Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash MySavings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. What a world. This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where Phil Trimmy comes extinct, alongside my co-host, Artesia. This podcast is powered by Roberts Media Group, your resource for podcast development. For more programming and advertising opportunities, please visit us at robertsmediagroup.co. Now let's get to the motherfucking show. You are now listening to The Reality Is. DJ Ready I'm like, oh my gosh, shawty tender like a strip I'm like, oh my gosh, shawty came in with the drip I'm like, her and a friend came for the show Her and a friend came for the show I'm like, can you do it simple, just like lemonade Can you do it simple, just like lemonade Can you do it simple, just like lemonade all right, man, what's good? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. I know you guys just heard the intro, and uh, we said that shit already, but we are back for, what, episode 250? It's a bonus episode. Yeah, it's a bonus, because we're technically on break. Yes, and I've actually enjoyed this break thus far, um, but I but would say, antsy that's what I was about to say, because I think, what is this, the fourth week we've is not recorded? week? I it, think this is only the second week. No, 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 it's not the second week. It's the fourth week, because I think the last time we did one was like, uh, well, this is June, mm-hmm. but it was like the middle of May mm. I think so so this is our first bonus episode you know a lot of people was hitting us up saying hey when y'all gonna drop uh, some episodes and then we had some people hitting us up like yo y'all not recording no more and I'm like okay whoever this nigga is is not a law listener because you would know <laughs> I'm just joking but a lot of people have been wanting us to go ahead and do this episode again but like I always told you guys we're off until August 31st mm-hmm. and then we'll be back doing the bi- you know weekly to bi-weekly episodes whenever you feel like it no I'm trying to be more I'm trying to be more, more um yeah, because I, I put out a poll a couple of weeks ago and I said, hey, what days would you guys like us to drop the episodes? Most mm-hmm. people said Friday, mm-hmm. but then the only hard part about that is we do Freaky Friday episodes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe so I'll... you can't listen to everybody. But that's your own thing. Yeah, some people said Wednesday, but I was either thinking doing either Wednesday or Thursday. I think Wednesday is the very overcrowded for a podcast. It, very, it, it is. Everybody drops on But I think Wednesday. Friday is too. Yeah, and that's why I said we tried to keep ours. I mean, honestly, sporadic. we just did them sporadic. Yeah, and that's why I say sometimes I feel like I want to stay that way mm-hmm. because people it keeps people on their toes. But you know, some people are like, hey, I like to know that something is coming on Monday or it's going to be out Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking doing Sunday or Monday because I like people to kick their week off good, mm-hmm. and then not to be funny, still keep the Freaky Friday and the bonus episodes for Friday. Got to keep the Freaky Friday. <laughs> Your voice is shot, man. I know. We, sorry. I feel like I'm in church. You know, like you, they get up to do a solo yeah. and they be like, y'all bear with me. I've been losing my, the devil attack my voice. But because we try to I, do these intros in the beginning before we started this, because we're working on trying to do some different stuff. Yeah. Uh, promos and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, my voice is not with it. I've been drinking. It's Gemini season. I've been throwing them back like crazy. Not right. in my normal character, but it's in my character for the month of June. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not about drinking. I'm not either. I don't even drink as much as I used to, really. But I'm getting over smoking too. Like I told you not too long ago, I was like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, 
it's nothing wrong with smoking marijuana. No, just not as often. Yeah. And I think it's crazy for me because I can definitely tell I'm getting older because I turned 34. You know, y'all missed it because. Yeah, we was on break. Yeah. Um, so I turned 34 and I've been out, you know, with friends or whatever. And like the, the next day, like I never get hangover. Yeah. But that next day I'm dragging ass. Your body and I've don't. never dragged. Like I've never done that before. Yeah. Your body don't. I mean, I feel it as well. It's one of those things people tell you, hey, when you turn 30, it's going to kick in. But you don't think it's going to kick in. Yeah, it's kicking in. It doesn't kick in right at 30. Yeah. Some of y'all, it hits us at 31, 32, 33. I'm 36. And I was like, yo, I hit you up the other day. And I was like, I got to get back to the way I used to do things. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out how to get back to my old self. And not like as in a physical form. Yeah, because those days are gone. Yeah. I'm never going to get back to that point. But, but you can still can maintain what you have. what I have you at can. this moment. You can. So I'm good with that. So today is Father's Day. We are in the studio on Father's Day. I am not a father, so I don't need anybody to send happy Father's Day wishes to me or be like, hey, why are you in the studio? I have no kids. And I have to say this because. What about the times you were almost a father? What yeah. if somebody wanted to just see <laughs> But you know, so funny. I That used to happen with my ex ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. to where like, you know, you know, mm-hmm. we should have had one. Mm-hmm. And for I would say about three years or so after you know after the whole situation three to four maybe even longer than that mm-hmm. on those days we would hit each other up and say you know happy yeah. Mother's Day happy Father's Day because it should have been mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, but happy Father's Day to the fathers who are actually in their uh, sons and daughters yeah. lives and yeah. a happy Father's Day to the men who take care of children that are not their kids mm-hmm. um, I have a homeboy I don't want to say his name but you know we, he just he was already on the news he was already on the news but, man I mean you know shout out to the homie yeah. I guess I mean you know I don't. I, I just be trying to make sure I don't use people names but shout out to the homie man he's one uh he's on my lineup of barbers you know i have several barbers if i go in one part of town i use one if i go to another i mm-hmm. use another he's one of my barbers for being on the south side of town yeah. the reason i give him a shout out is because we saw the news um a couple of weeks ago special, uh-huh, uh-huh, and they showed him because his daughter is um i don't know what her um, disability is but mm-hmm. basically she's in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and she's paralyzed from the waist down mm-hmm. but the thing about it is when you watch the article he's always told me when I used to go get my hair cut he would always tell me hey my daughter this my daughter that telling me about her spirit and yeah he's you know, very much a family man yeah and he was like I don't feel like she doesn't know he's like she knows she's in a wheelchair mm-hmm. but she definitely feels that she's going to walk again. Mm-hmm. He was like, and with her always having that kind of energy and always having that kind of state of mind, I support it. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what the doctors tell me, regardless of whatever. He was like, when she gets old enough and if she never walks, she'll know mm-hmm. and learn the medical reasons why she can't. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to kill that hope if yeah. she's still fighting. Because like he said, he's like, I tell her, maybe you don't walk again, but maybe you create something that helps people walk again because mm-hmm. your passion and your heart for, you know, the heart and the love that you have for this instance mm-hmm. or this issue, it helps you. Yeah. But the big thing about it and the reason I, I, I give my boy a shout out and he told me um, he's not even the actual father mm-hmm. of this child, mm-hmm. but he still takes care of it because by the time they figure that out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Which I still feel like I got to bleep his name because of that part because that's the part. Yeah, I don't know if, you know, he wants out. Yeah, But I mean, he the, the guy's a great guy. He's a good guy. Um, even when he found out that it wasn't his, he stayed. He was like, I got to stay. She know me as daddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I love her like she's my own. She is mine. And that takes a special type of man. I want to be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Father's Day. Ooh. 
Shout out to the great father in my life, my my co-parent, ex-husband. Okay. Happy I was Father's like, what? Day to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird because I woke up in a mood today and mm-hmm. then I got mad at myself for being in a mood yeah. because my dad literally fell off the face of the earth like in 2017. I yeah. have not heard from him. Don't know if he's dead or alive. Yeah. Um, and so then I'm like, well, I'm a grown ass woman. Like I shouldn't be this old like in my feelings about Father's Day. So um, you have a right to be because like <laughs> we've talked about before, like my father's not in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it, the thing that, that bothers me the most, I think, is to hear so many black people say my father's not in my life. Yeah, but that's also the thing that I like now, too, because it seems like there is more of an emphasis on the black men that are there, that yeah. are staying. And even if the relationship didn't work out, they are, you know, Still active in their around. kids' lives. Yeah. So I like that narrative much better than the one where it's like, well, we all grew yeah. up with without our fathers but when you think about it like I do like I do remember certain things from my childhood like I don't know if I've told a story on the podcast before but I know when I was younger probably like six and seven mm-hmm. we would go to the grocery store and when my mom would go in me my brother and my dad would stay in the car mm-hmm. and he would just kind of sing these like <laughs> whatever was the popular TV shows or cartoons at that yeah. song he would hum or sing the hook and we would have to guess it mm-hmm. um, that's one of my the fun moment, fun moments I remember another one was if we had a good day he would take us to Dairy Queen and I don't know if a lot of people you know I know it's a southern thing and a Texas thing mm-hmm. but if you have a Dairy Queen he would take us to Dairy Queen and we would get the vanilla cone ice cream and dip. where they dip it mm-hmm. in the fudge and by the time you flip it back up it's frozen mm-hmm. like I remember that mm-hmm. But it's so crazy because I remember more negative things than positive things from Mm -hmm. my situation. And then I told you this week, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to address some shit with my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody asked me the other day, they was like, when was the last time you really saw and talked to your dad? And I just went over a 20 year time frame. Mm -hmm. I remember him leaving around eight. Then he came back for a little bit when I was like 14. Mm -hmm. Then I got kicked out of the house and then he was gone. Mm hmm. And then I saw him in my graduation when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him again when I was, I know I talked to him when I was like 25. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him again when I was like, I talked to him again when I was like 30. And then I saw him again last year at my yeah. grandfather's mm-hmm. funeral, his father's funeral. So it's like out of 20 years, I may have seen my dad four times and I may have talked to my dad maybe four or five times. Mm-hmm. And it's not enough to build a rapport. Yeah. And one of the biggest reasons I couldn't continue on with my dad is every time I would talk to him or try to, mm-hmm. he would make it about my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not accepting. And and I yeah and I and as you know, one thing mm-hmm. I hate about people who do wrong things is when you rationalize your own shit mm-hmm. instead of owning that shit. So for me, it's like. My dad's birthday, I think, was Friday. I don't even know my dad's birthday. My mom hit me up and she was like, I think your dad's birthday Friday. You going to call him? And I was like, I'm not sure. And then I told you, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm ready. To, I can tell things are changing in my life. Yeah. I'm starting to think about kids. I'm starting to think more about like being in a more committed relationship mm-hmm. and trying to figure this thing out to where it's like, OK, maybe he can't help me, but he can help me. You know what I'm saying? Meaning I can go talk to him and figure out something. Mm -hmm. But it's not a fear that I have to to have a full on conversation with my dad. It's the fear of disappointment. Mm -hmm. And the disappointment comes from the times I've tried to talk to my dad about serious things Mm -hmm. or give him a passage into my life. He drops the ball because we have no connection. Mm -hmm. So when it's time to talk about those things, he goes back or he's normally or usually goes back to things to talk about when we were kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. But it's like that's that's where his life stopped Mm -hmm. and that's the time period he remembers. Mm -hmm. But yeah, 
Yeah, well. it's just difficult. Shout out to my brother, man. Shout out to my brother. Um, happy Father's Day to you for doing your thing. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers that I know and that continue the fathers that continue to do their thing. I think it's important to continue to step up and shout out to people like LeBron and D Wade and all these cool. people who make that shit look cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you know the Steve Harveys and the other people who have remarried later in life. I know that's kind of hard to even use his name, but that's the first name that came in my head. And then somebody told me the other day like they they are getting a divorce or. Who knows? But you know, another person I was gonna say shout out to that just came out the top of my head for famous people. Oh. Not really wanting to, but just it came to my Kevin Hart. He yeah. cheated, but he stayed yeah, because think, what are people? Yeah, what people, people don't are understand? Allowed Go ahead. to make mistakes. They like, are. Everybody's human. I think that there go that um, alcohol. I hear it. Yeah, I know it's so bad. Everybody's human. <laughs> Everybody's allowed to make mistakes. <laughs> Don't ground me. I'm still in here trying to do this podcast. Yes, you are, and but, you don't feel good. I don't know what's wrong with you, but hey. that was it. I told, I just said what it. Okay, was. I'm mad at myself for being in a fucking mood about Father's Day. Okay, well you could have told me that. We driving the whole way no, over. You no, act like you didn't no, even want to talk about no, it. No, now we get on the mic and you. Gonna I didn't want to say anything because you know how you are about the moods. You be like suck that shit up. Yeah, and then that's kind of how I feel like my about myself in yeah. this moment like, about that. that nigga, man, if he want to be here, he gonna yeah, be here. Yeah, it's ain't. just it's just difficult. So, yeah. anyways, um. What, what was, was I saying? Say? Oh yeah, people are allowed to make mistakes. Like nobody is perfect. Yeah. No, you can't tell me like all these sixty-year marriages that nobody, nobody ever did anything. Yeah. Like, and everybody's definition of cheating is different. It's like, totally different. You might not, you know, uh, penetrate anybody or have sex with somebody. Period. But emotionally, but emotionally, like you can't like. <laughs> I don't know. People just need to get over themselves. Like but society is so judgmental. It is very judgmental. And we were going to talk about this later, but I think we should definitely just talk about it now. The Black Mirror. So a lot yeah. of people always, I know people probably are watching this show because it's five seasons deep now. So that means it has a fan base. But um, I know a lot of times, like people like you. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. People, I heard about it, but, but I didn't, didn't really it. get interested until I saw the trailer with the with Anthony Mackie. Let's just call it with some black folks on it. <laughs> Because everybody else girl, in the beginning is like European name? people. Nicole Bakari. I, like, oh, I, actually, I love her. So yeah. when I was like, oh, I got to watch this. Yeah. And then you told me that the episodes aren't connected. Yeah. So that was all I needed. And that's the thing that people <laughs> need to know. So first of all, a lot of people always say, hey, man, you guys should do a segment where you're talking about shows that you watch that other people may not know. Well, we're telling you now. Black Mirror on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Check it out. And check specifically check out season five, mm-hmm. episode three. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people be like, I don't, I, you know, if you're like me, you want to watch it from episode one to season one. Yeah. But this you don't have to because it's kind of like the Twilight Zone to where it shows you different mm-hmm. types of episodes, different characters each episode. Yeah. So it's no time to get connected to them. You get connected to them, but you won't see them on the next episode. Mm-hmm. The reason we want to talk about this one, it was called, what was the name of that game? Oh my god! Wasn't it like samurai or something? Yeah, it was like, but it was like a fighting game. Yeah. It basically was a play on like Mortal Kombat, yeah, and or Tekken. Mm-hmm. So the the premise of it is it's Anthony Mackie and I forgot the black guy who plays the um the he pimp. plays Carl. Oh. Yeah, his yeah. name is Carl, but, but he, he plays on the, the pimp down. on the get down. Yeah. But it's him. I forgot his name. We should have looked it up. But and Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie is now probably look like he may be 40, mm-hmm. late 30s. He has a family, has mm-hmm. a beautiful wife, has the home, has the job. Yeah. But he's still not satisfied because for some people, that's the pinnacle of their life. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other guy who's somewhat like me right mm-hmm. now to where it's the like, yeah, he's doing okay in life. He, you know, he is a bachelor. Mm-hmm. He's dating multiple girls. Live he's in the city. Yeah, live in the city and everything. But he's also unhappy mm-hmm. at times. And not to be Which funny. Which is how society is like, 
married people would be like, oh, I wish I could be single. single. Single people would be like, oh, I wish, wish I had I a relationship. Like, it's kind of like and, a fly. Like a fly wants yeah. to get in the car, but when you roll that motherfucking window up, he wish he was out of there because <laughs> you're trying to kill him. But that's the truth. So you can tell the second part if you want. No, you can go ahead. Hey, I want to know the first part was. But so basically with the premises, they have two separate lives. One has a family, one is single. They come together on his birthday. Mm-hmm. They meet. They haven't played a video game in a while since college. They had a clip where it's they like played. like an anniversary edition or something. Yeah, so yeah. he brings the game, but it's an upscale game to where it taps into your mental consciousness and you kind of black out. And I feel you, like that's already out somewhere. But, yeah. Somebody and, got that yeah, shit. But we can't talk about it in too, too much detail. But okay, we have, we to. have to. It's like That's it has to be a spoiler alert. <laughs> People just gonna have to watch it because it's still like it's still not gonna be explained and shown the way. Like it's gonna be better when mm-hmm. you watch it. So basically, when you put this game on, it's just like having an Xbox joystick, but you mm-hmm. put this um, little dot mm-hmm. on the side of your brain, on the side of your head, like your temple, yeah. to tap into your consciousness, and then you black out and you're in the game. Mm-hmm. But the tricky part about being in the game is if you're Ryu and Ken, you're Ryu and Ken in the game, yes. but you have their body. Mm-hmm. So he picked um, a female, like Carl picked a female, yes. Anthony Mackie picked a male. Uh-huh. So they fought. Mm-hmm. So it's like All a nigga. It's like Street Fighter. Yeah, it's like Street Fighter. So it's like a nigga may pick Chun Li and a, another nigga picks Ryu. Mm-hmm. So Carl is Chun Li, Anthony Mackie is Ryu. Yeah. They start fighting, they get in the game, they talking, you know, because they can actually physically talk in this virtual reality world. Yeah, they kicking in this shit, and out of the blue, Carl kisses this nigga. But that went out of the blue because that's all that aggression. So it's an it was like a natural, yeah, attraction between a man and a woman. Yeah, it was. So and it, and the tricky part is gonna this is what's gonna fuck people up. They kissed in the game. Mm-hmm. Carl kissed Anthony Mackie, but Carl was a woman in the game. Anthony Mackie was a man. Exactly. But so they was, started fucking and built a relationship through the game. Yes. They were having like basically Anthony Mackie was having a, a affair in virtual reality with his best friend. Yes, and the funny part about <laughs> it was when we watched it, we was like, I was thrown off about it because you know I'm I'm open to gay relationships and all that shit, but it's still hard for me to watch two men kiss. Well, see, that's the thing; you weren't watching two men, but I kiss. knew that it was two men inside those bodies it in was, the virtual reality yeah. world, so it fucked up with my head. Yeah. It fucked with my head, yeah, but it brought it to the capacity to where we started talking about it and dialoguing about it outside of the game in the in the TV show. Because mm-hmm. I was like, is that? Because he was like, is it gay? When they started really addressing it, but it was it wasn't about it being gay. Yeah, it was first off about it being cheating mm-hmm. because. He, Anthony Mackie felt like yo it ain't cheating because it's in the game mm-hmm. but nigga when it takes away from your emotional capacity towards your wife mm-hmm. he was getting his dick was on hard from the game not because of his mm-hmm. wife and he literally started acting like he was fucking mm-hmm. outside like she was wanting to fuck with him he's like yo I'm tired and it's like you tired from fucking in a virtual reality game because that's what cheating does that's, I mean, it does. Like yeah. you get, you feel so connected to this other person it's that you have to. nothing to give to the yeah. person that you're with. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yeah. So we, so what, what happened was they met outside the game. Yeah, because they were trying to figure. Yeah, they wanted to figure out. Okay, are we gay? Yeah. Or is this just something that's happening in the game? Mm-hmm. And w- they were both gay, but they denied it. Yeah, see, there you go. Like, okay, I'm I'm a believer that society is too caught up in labels. Everything has to be labeled as, okay, if you do this, you're gay. So you're one of those gender fluid people. I am. Okay. I do believe in that. So anyways, <laughs> I feel like they both had these thought processes mm-hmm. and it's no different than people in everyday. This is TV, but it's reflective of real life. Of real life, yeah, you, sure. We all have different thought processes mm-hmm. that if we actually talked about them 
they w- you would be judged in a certain way. Yeah. So for me, it was more so like, okay, maybe this was their thought process, but they didn't make a conscious decision to go out and live their lifestyle as if they were actually gay. Yeah. That's that's the part that separates it. And what happened was, so basically what happened was, is like they got in a fight. Mm-hmm. They met up, they got in a fight because Anthony Mackie was still denying it. Mm-hmm. And Carl, like they kissed mm-hmm. and Carl, they both were like, oh, I don't feel nothing. Yeah. And then, it's just in like, the that ep- like that episode of Martin when they went to the counselors and the two dudes was <laughs> fighting and wrestling because they act like they didn't like, that's mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. So they started wrestling in the rain and shit and the police came. Yeah. Police took him to jail. His wife, pregnant at the time yeah had to pick him up had to come get Anthony Mackie out of jail but what I liked and this is a total spoiler alert because at the end like he went ahead and told her what was going on which he had to yeah because because she didn't do it she started thinking it was her or whatever so he was honest about it and it flash forwarded to like maybe a year later and for you gay men and you closeted gay men this is an important point that you're about to say because (laughs) so many times there are men who are gay or want something else and they started treating mm-hmm. their spouses differently and the spouse starts to think it's them, mm-hmm. that's not right. No, it's When not. it becomes like that, you have to fucking tell Exactly, her. just be honest. So he was honest with her and if the screen like took us to maybe a year later and basically what they agreed to was they gave each other a pass. One year, I mean one every day, year, yeah. one day on his birthday. He gets to go play the game. He gets to fuck his best friend in VR and she gets to go out and pick up whoever she and wants to pick up. And takes her ring off and do whatever she exactly. wants to do. And I think that's the most important part because a lot of times people are willing to But the funny part about it was he we, was fucking in the game. Somebody else going to put a real dick in his wife. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. That's Everybody tough. has their thing. And that's the part that I like too because he also had to be open. It wasn't oh, yeah. just about him saying, oh, well, this is what I want, yeah. so this is what I should get. No, you have to be willing to allow your partner that same pass that you want. Yeah. So I think that's the hard part with men for the most part, mm-hmm. because with men, most men are like, OK, we can have an open relationship. So I get to do what I do. But and they it's don't like, want the woman. Well, to I don't want touched. you to. Yeah. And exactly. that's not right. No, that that's part. Unfair. No, I, I, I do agree that that's not right. Mm-hmm. But I think everything is circumstantial. And that's why I try to tell people it depends on the circumstance. But mm-hmm. the way you keep a marriage or a relationship strong is like you said, you do have to be open. Exactly. And, and you have to be able to things. We're multifaceted yeah. individuals. There's but no one thing that's going to satisfy every single one of our yeah. needs. And you got to be willing to talk about it, because I know for me, one of the one of the hardest conversations when I start dating someone is once it gets to sex. Mm-hmm. because I know how different I am mm-hmm. and I know that I don't like the basic shit so I have to say something up front because when it comes that time and I'm ready to do something the person needs to know what type of person I am mm-hmm. and they need to be able to know if they can keep up mm-hmm. or stick with it but I think in this day and time it's so many relationships like you said that are on the fritz mm-hmm. you know and it's because nobody's talking exactly. about who likes what. It could be resolved. The minute that he told her what 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 it was, she went ahead and made it. You know, yeah, compromise. But it's also a television show. You do it out of a lot of times. People keep thinking things in because of fear. I think you have to know that goes back to knowing your partner too because I think there's more people that are willing to compromise than there aren't. You think and that. maybe and maybe that's just me because, because I'm one of those open-minded. people yeah. that's open minded. That's not the case. But yeah, that is not the case. <laughs> So the, even when yeah. I talk to my friends, like my friend circle, like we all share that same thought process about compromising. They may it's say certain that, levels have to they it. done it or they just have that conversation. Yeah. Most Some of, of them have most done of us it. have. OK. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. I think people just need to know. Yeah. But you got to have the conversation. But I think the thing about it is when it comes to telling something so specific and personal about yourself, mm-hmm. like the like I was this way before the podcast. Mm hmm. 
But one thing that has happened is when I tell certain secrets on the podcast or certain stories on the podcast, when you get those emails Everybody and people say like they know you, yeah, and they can relate. And uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like, yo, I felt this way. Mm-hmm. It's just like not to be funny. When I used to hear dudes be like, oh, I ain't trying to see no nigga. Di-. You looking at a nigga's dick every time you watch mm-hmm. a porno. And that's the thing. People and when need you to first watch, be honest with themselves. But the thing about it is you have to think subconsciously, though, because mm-hmm. think about it. If you I know for me, if I watch a porno, I've already told people if the dude's dick big, ain't bigger than mine. I don't watch it because it's just like a little dick is ugly for one. <laughs> you know. And I get why women say that. It just looks like a little one of them little doorstoppers. <sighs> but when you watch porn. And this is just speaking from a male perspective. I'm sure other men, I don't know what you look Little for. Little dicks need love too. They do. I had somebody at oh, the Pussy Party podcast ask me that uh, when 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 she was here. But mm-hmm. this is the thing. When you're watching porn, you're looking for, for me, I'm looking for the engagement, mm-hmm. the interaction between the two people. And if you're giving head to a small penis, what is the feat? Mm-hmm. If you're giving head to a decent penis or a big penis, the the enjoyment I get from watching that is, damn, she took all of that. Mm-hmm. If you dick long enough to hit the back of the throat and create a saliva slide, mm-hmm. it improves the video. Mm-hmm. Little penis. Dramatic effect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like men may not be saying that, but when you going through the video, if that if if you weren't looking for the perfect thing for you, mm-hmm. you would go to one whatever video you first click on, yeah. watch it and get off. Mm-hmm. They got memes out saying, I'm so picky to where, it was a meme, they was like, if you're this picky with your porn, and it was like a picture of a woman giving a guy head, but the page number at the bottom, you know, I had to be like one through seven, the page number at the bottom was like 78, (laughs) which means they had to go through 78 pages of porn to find the right thing. You drop your phone, it's fine. They had to go through 78 pages to find the right thing mm-hmm. which means you've seen I don't know how many dicks I don't know how many pussies and possibly some gay porn to keep going exactly <laughs> so stop saying that a nigga's dick doesn't matter yeah. or you're not paying attention to it when you're watching porn if you're watching a nigga hit an anal you're seeing mm-hmm. the back of the balls and dick something there is turning you on it may not be the guy mm-hmm. but He's a part of you're that action. In the hole. You're taking in the whole because you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. I ain't for a watch of a porno with a girl just touching herself and jacking. Up. That's stupid to me. <laughs> that may be somebody's thing, but that's stupid to me. Mm-hmm. I need to see interaction because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I also think in this process, it's about learning your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody I know for me, like if I'm dating somebody and you know this, if it's something I want, I'll say, hey. I'll send you a video and I'll say, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Immediately, if you're like, Ugh, oh, oh, that's too much, then I'm like, okay, she's not with that. That's something I want, but it may not be something she's willing to do. Mm-hmm. Do those kind of things because sometimes a conversation, or if you if, uh, if you got that girl out there that's like, I'll watch porn with my guy, pull yeah. up one of the crazy, whatever your fantasy or freaky kinky shit is, pull that shit up while your girl around and watch that shit mm-hmm. and watch her face. her natural reaction. That's what I'm saying. Watch mm-hmm. her face. So when she looks, if she like, or even if she like oh that girl got an ass you may have a better chance Mm -hmm. but if a motherfucker is talking about all the time especially at our age no 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 no, what I ain't gonna Mm -hmm. do is like I don't wanna date you if you're saying no before you're saying yes Mm -hmm. to a particular question I don't wanna close minded individual exactly so everybody's been talking about the Central Park Five yeah, when they see us. I, I actually want to watch it. I can't I do it. Uh, I haven't yet because I was told that I need to wait until I ha- like possibly have some time off work. Yeah. Because, yeah, people are upset. But I want, I know 
everybody says, oh, it's traumatic. Yeah. And we don't need to keep seeing these images. But I kind of feel like it's also important for us to be the ones telling the stories. Yeah. So that's why I want to watch it just to see how Ava Ava, doing yeah, how she all did the characters. Because I'm pretty sure she, I know she did a great job. Of course. But just to see it firsthand for myself. I'm a cinematic person. So the cinematic feel when I saw the trailer was like, yo, they going to be, this shit going to be intense. Mm-hmm. And then you start hearing it from actors and everyday people mm-hmm. and people you know. And it's like everybody's like, I'm angry. Yeah. Uh, I want to fight. I want to yeah. kill. I don't like white people. We need to get these people fired. And they've even done other movies and they've even added this story of the Central Park Five into a couple of shows. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on. Um, but it hasn't been told ba- in it, this way. Because it probably hasn't been told by a black person. Exactly. So this all has been happening. They've been doing this story for a long time. People ever do ever do step down. Yeah, but this is the importance of a black person doing it and maximizing on the emotion of these actual and real life characters. Mm-hmm. The judge has lost their job. Mm-hmm. The per- I forgot the bitch's name that worked at Columbia. Yeah. The Columbia Law students got her out of there. Yeah. Like the power behind this movie. This is what black people need to understand. There are power in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. There is power in your vision. Mm-hmm. And there is power in your voice. Come on with this Sunday word. But that's why a lot of people, a lot of white people, I don't like to say people when I mean white people. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of white people do not want us in certain positions and oh, places yeah. of power because this kind of shit is happening. Mm-hmm. And they know that we can fuck up the hierarchy mm-hmm. if we keep this up. Yeah. So shout out to Ava DuVernay. Yes. But I couldn't watch it because for one, it is too many of these movies being made. But... I'm just tapped out because I've we grew up around certain things. We know certain things. And in the day and time now with young people, black and white mm-hmm. and all the other races, they don't really know a lot about the history and how racial and racist it was. Because now in middle school and, and you know, in high school now, it's like most black dudes seemingly are dating white girls but or Mexicans. It's, it's just they don't have they don't have the history behind it. That's all fine and dandy. I still think that it's important to share that history with them just because oh, they, of course, that's they need going. to know that they always need to keep their eyes open. Of like, course. Like like I've said before, it's good and bad in all races. So just, you know, if you might if you if you come across more good ones than bad ones, yeah. that's great. But you still need to keep your eyes open. Yeah, because if you decide to move from California to yeah. Texas or wherever the fuck else. Because we may not be in physical slavery right yeah. now, but it's still systems in place yeah. to keep us. They're still working on Yeah, on behind stuff. the curve. But for me, I haven't watched it yet because I've been wrongfully, wrongfully accused. Mm-hmm. I've told the story about being in jail because being wrongfully accused. Also, I don't watch shit like that because... As cool as I am with race and everybody else, like sometimes I put all white people mm-hmm. in a box. Yeah, because it's don't hard wanna, not to. It's hard when not you to. Are watching it like that's what I was gonna say. Like my homeboy, he called me because he was like, "Have you watched it yet?" Yeah, and I was like, "No, I haven't." He was like, "I watched it." He was like, "I'm not going to work because I don't want to see a white person." Yeah, like I can't do it. And for white folks who are listening, if you watch or you know about movies like this, like Amistad, mm-hmm. Twelve Years a Slave. Free State of Jones yeah. like I ain't watching none I haven't watched any of that shit because it makes me dislike white people it makes me want to slap all white men because white men are the yeah. ones who started all of this shit so I really be wanting to go ham on the white dudes mm-hmm. and it's like you just you gotta you don't want it to spill all over to all white people mm-hmm. so literally as black people it's like we literally have to take a mental day off mm-hmm. or we have to avoid watching this shit mm-hmm. but it also movies like this also gives us a um a sense that nothing will ever change with the oh, judicial yeah. system. Exactly. Like, how do we change this? All you can do is make your part of the world 
what it should be. That's what I'm saying. Because like none of this corner. shit is going to change. But I don't want to be the person that pulls people down and say, nothing is ever going to change. Don't fight. Don't do this. But it's like, yeah, it's it's moving at a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. The needle is. But this shit will never go away because it is the infrastructure mm-hmm. and in the threading and the fabric it's of America. Ingrained. That's what they wanted it mm-hmm. to be. Now, you do see a lot of more light-skinned babies and all that shit running around. But the structure, the infrastructure of what this is supposed to be, mm-hmm. is still there. Where your phone at? Pick it up, because <laughs> you got work to do. Oh Lord! I also now you know what? With the Central Park Five, a lot of people may try to get deep in it. Mm-hmm. I never get deep in it because the shit vexes my spirit, mm-hmm. and I try not to dive into like people always be like, "Why don't y'all dive a little deeper into stuff like this?" Man, it's only so far I can go. And it's a million other people out there talking about that shit that's more well-versed on policies and politics and the injustices than I am. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I don't watch. I, I, I definitely think it's a great movie from what other people are saying in the ratings. And like, like you said, series. it is a series. Limited series. Yeah. Oh, that is right. <laughs> well, I'm definitely watching six episodes of that shit. Well, it's a continuation. It tells the story in its entirety. I, not to be funny, when I don't watch it like that because I literally feel like I have hate in my heart in that instance. Yeah. Like watching stuff like, like if I watch a post, like even on them videos, all this shit that everybody's posting on social oh, yeah. media, when I see police like pointing guns at black men or being like, especially the ones who are innocent bystanders, I, I literally in my mind, I'm like Deontay Wilder. Like I want a license to kill this nigga. But this is, this has literally been going on like since the dawn of time. It's just now we get to see it more because everybody has a phone, everybody can record exactly. and everybody has social media to put it out there and continuously share it. Yeah. So I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. I want to address the man real quick. I know it's Father's Day, but I do want to talk about something. I've heard a lot of people kind of okay. discuss this and I thought about it where you do see a lot of men, public male public speakers speaking and taking the side of women when it comes to dating issues seemingly seemingly Mm -hmm. so but what I wanted to talk about is men that use women's dating issues against them by siding with them and voicing their issues to hold other men accountable but it's always niggas who are single no families no yeah. girlfriends. Because when they come no off wives. that stage or they when smashing they turn these their camera off. Yeah. We actually. Well, uh. I've been on stage with a couple of motherfuckers <laughs> like this. That's what I was going to say. That's I didn't want to go into it. No, but you, can, you can go straight into it. We know firsthand of some people that do some great work in the community. They do great work in the Excellent, community. Excellent. But. Even beating down pussy walls. <laughs> <laughs> so I said all that to say this women and, and if you go to the comments like I don't want to say names because these niggas have brands yeah don't do that no I'm not gonna do that but I'm just saying but any, women need to be more vigilant they do instead of like you know because everybody's oh I got this book you know they releasing books mm-hmm. and programs and whatever they else. making money off your pain and your experiences and they doing the same shit behind closed doors yeah so just just think about that but it's crazy because you see it all the time and like I'll look at something and I'm like okay most of these niggas that are saying this shit Mm -hmm. that are like oh men need to step up men need to stop doing this men need to stop doing that if he tells you he loves you but he never comes home he it's (laughs) like how do you know all these things (laughs) 
But then again, this day and age, everybody's a guru of something. Every that's like when people try to tell. I've had people be like, "Yo, so you the relate? I'm not a relationships, nothing. I'm a truth teller. <laughs> that's the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. I've fucked up. All you know is what works for you. Exactly. I've fucked up and I've done good. Mm-hmm. I've done more good than bad. Mm-hmm. If I was on a stage talking about men and women, I'm going to talk about the things that men do mm-hmm. that women don't like. Mm-hmm. But I'm also warn them of the whole ass niggas who use that same message for you. Mm-hmm. Like they say, the God meant it for good. The devil meant it for <laughs> bad, bad, but God, God meant it for good. good. <laughs> that's what I'm bringing to you. Oh, you gotta watch, but that's real. Yeah. You gotta watch these niggas. Niggas do whole long video. I saw a video the other day where this guy was talking about. But that's how they bring them in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The guy was talking about it, but he had on like one of them strappy tees where he worked out, all his tattoos showing. Ooh, girl. Yeah, and it's and he talking about loving us and but he ain't got no ring on his finger. I ain't saying you gotta be married to say this shit, but it's like you're probably the ones that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And you're so narcissistic that you're able to do this shit. And fuck women. Some of y'all are so goddamn blind by us. I know they getting pussy thrown at them left and right. Yo, and I know they ain't turning that shit down. I ain't even on stage like niggas and like that. For and they wife. That's what I'm saying. And one thing that I try <laughs> to tell a lot of niggas, like me being a little older than a lot of younger dudes that you know to come talk to me now, and I'm like, when you're good to your woman, and women Other see women that, want that shit. they don't. They 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 want that. They don't want a man like you. They want you. They want you, my then nigga. It becomes a challenge to take you from that person. Yes. Not realizing that if they take you from that person, then you'll more than likely be taken from them. Yeah. Now, somebody, you know what? Shout out to a Champagne and Lipstick podcast. You definitely ought to check them out. That's one of our latest podcasts mm-hmm. to come under the Roberts yeah. Media Group um, umbrella. And they were talking the other day and on their podcast episode two, they were talking about how dating, I didn't, I listened to snippets and one of the girls was talking about how they've dated married men or they've dated men who've been with someone mm-hmm. but they didn't know initially mm-hmm. but it's like when they found out about it they was too deep in the they game they was too deep in the game to let it go so it's like okay if he's putting me to bed right now he's probably not putting that and the thing about men is yeah men can fuck a lot of women mm-hmm. but if it's good pussy from one woman mm-hmm. a man will be there more, more so. than he would be mm-hmm. somewhere else because he's getting his needs met there. Mm-hmm. And I've told you that a lot to where people want to, like when people start talking about open relationships mm-hmm. and risking that, if that girl's pussy or that guy's dick or the way he treats you emotionally is better than what your guys, mm-hmm. you're looking at a risk of wanting to spend more time there mm-hmm. because this life is too short to be unhappy. So why wouldn't you go get good dick, good pussy or be somewhere where somebody is emotionally putting you on a pedestal? Mm-hmm. This is off subject. I don't know if you saw it. So, word is that you know Cassie has married or dating her personal trainer. Yeah, and they're expecting their first child. And the personal trainer is somebody that Puff Daddy set Hired. her up with. Uh-huh. So you know, today he put on there. He was like, uh, "Congratulations, Cassie and Alex, mm-hmm. on your firstborn. You know, on the baby, whatever, whatever, whatever." So you had a lot of men. It's like, "Yo, that's bigger. You brother love, whatever, whatever." Women were like, yo, she just got through doing a report where you emotionally abused her, sometimes physically abused her, mm-hmm. broke her spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, and now you're doing this. And, mm-hmm. and and the women are like, you're being more condescending mm-hmm. and narcissistic than you are congr- uh, congratulatory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was watching it. I was like, I didn't know Puff Daddy did all of that shit mm-hmm. or, you know, allegedly did all that shit mm-hmm. from what she say. But if that is the case and he did that, that is some whole ass shit. Mm hmm. But I think we do that every day, though. Huh? Me and do that every day. 
I don't know nothing about that because I'm not. The, I don't move like that. If I if I come out and say I'm happy for you, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely gonna be happy for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Po- and then like everybody else said, why make it public? Mm-hmm. So enough about Puff Daddy. <laughs> but I just think I, I brother look. Yeah, but I do think women <laughs> should be you know mindful of these guys that they're watching. Have you ever looked at or watched anything and you've been like, yo, he's talking about good shit. Do you ever just go with what he's saying and ever no, not I think about the it. backstory to it? No, I always look at it and I'm like, oh, that sounds good. But then, I, like you said, I'll see them in a in a, a shirt or something that's like clearly they trying to show their muscles. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we can get the message yeah. without all the extra. But people do that also to like, like when we first started looking for management. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you, you stuff. You do have to sell yourself. A lot of people would tell me they'd be like, "Anthony, sell yourself, dude." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let, "I'm gonna put on a regular shirt." Mm-hmm. I've never been the guy that's like, "Yo, let me take my shirt off. Let me do this. Let me do that." But you can't help the way the shirt sit on you. That that part you can't. So, <laughs> but you can tell when somebody's selling more exactly, than what it is. What I hate is when I see guys when it's obvious that they've lifted up the little yeah, you know on the little t shirt to see the little back yeah, muscle. So it's like if, trap. Yeah. So it's like if you got it like that, you really ain't got to do all of yeah, that. Like yeah. it's, you're gonna be noticed off top. Yeah. And I think another thing too is I forgot what we were watching, but I think if you are married, a lot of times people will say when you're married and you're in the spotlight, like with rappers and athletes, mm-hmm. you don't speak of your wife, you don't bring your wife around, yeah. things of that nature. I don't know what I was watching. I think you were there where the guy did something and he gave a shout out to his wife, which is very rare. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a position of power, a position where you're like a um, what a public figure, mm-hmm. I don't. I think it would benefit you. To acknowledge your your significant other, it'll benefit you on a grand scale. It's not going to really benefit your relationship because this is just going to bring more. It does, and because that takes a toll on it and stuff. And people talk about you know people. That's something we were talking about too um, from that from uh, Black Mirror. Mm -hmm. How many people have passed up somebody they were truly happy with? because they may not have been as attractive or Mm -hmm. they were of a different race. Mm -hmm. I've done that. I know at least three times in my life. Yeah. There was two white women. I've told you this. Mm-hmm. There were two white women that I truly cared about. Mm-hmm. I truly liked. They cared about me, would have mm-hmm. jumped over the moon and back for me. And no offense, at that time, mm-hmm. they were better than any black woman I'd ever been with or dated. Mm-hmm. But I didn't date them or further the relationship because of what people would have said about me mm-hmm. or thought about me. I've because, always been an equal opportunity dater. But you 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 know that because how many people have come to me and be like, or even with us being not being together, they be like, oh y'all perfect, you this, you that, mm-hmm. or they'll say, Anthony, you're a great black dude. You but you got even your own had bit. people telling you that you could do better than me, and yeah. that's that was you yeah. get that period. And I said that before. I was like, you have women. I think women are women's own worst critics. Uh yeah. They always talk about empowering each other, but it's like if you post something like you hoes. said. <laughs> You are so extra, <laughs> but it's like women are so, but they're so extra to where it's like they'll talk about it. They'll say, "Oh, we want to find this, we want to find that," mm-hmm. and then like you said, you'll post a picture and it's like, "Oh, you could do better." Mm-hmm. And then in my mind, you're like, instead of just saying, "Oh, this," you know, I'm always complimentary. Like my friends, when they get girls, I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, she's dope," or what? I don't have a problem with that shit. Yeah. But I think it when people do that, I think it's it's a reflection of who they are. Yeah, we already and know what that they shit really though. Want, but even I, though they your friends, but I'm talking to the people who have passed up love, mm-hmm. and right now you're thinking about being with someone, but you're like, damn, my homeboy and them may not think she fine. Yeah. Well, your homeboy ain't even got the happiness That's that you what I was have. About to say. Like we're letting like some of y'all. It's some niggas I know that like big girls, but they're not gonna date a big girl because of what society will say. And a big girl will be hella good to you. Yeah, but also the thing about it is. 
I just want people to stop passing up mm -hmm. the good things in their life mm -hmm. because of what their friends may think or society or society may mm -hmm. think if it's love, then love that person through that shit. Mm -hmm. Because even if you date somebody that you don't want to be with or you marry somebody that you don't want to be with, you're going to be fighting and struggling anyway. Mm -hmm. So why not fight and struggle with someone that you want to fucking be with? Yeah, I think you just got to get past that. Have you ever done that to where you've let somebody go because or not dated anyone because of what people may think? I told you, I've always been an equal opportunity dating. Yeah, I sometimes you do lower your bar, though. I think, I and I've told you, I think women do this too much. Y'all allow niggas to come in and now I'm very selective about who I let. No, in. I know you are, but what I'm saying is, I think women should raise that bar. There should be a standard. I do but have a. I'm I not saying no you preference. don't. But that's why I say the women. Is your name women? No, you are not. a woman. I'm just saying you you piggybacked off my comment, so I kind of felt like. No, I'm not know. saying that about you. I just think women <laughs> have reasonable standards and mm -hmm. expectations because you like don't be one of those women that's like I want a nigga who make a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you make thirty eight thousand dollars sitting up in an yeah, office. That that's the shit that drives me crazy, mm -hmm. bitch. You got a fat ass you know how many yeah. women got a fat ass yeah. and I know it's somebody that suck dick better than you yeah. so you are only gonna be around for so long anyway mm -hmm. period yep. date whoever the fuck you wanna date Yep. period focus on y'all alright man you listening to the reality is we are gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back can you do it simple just like lemonade can you do it simple just like lemonade hey, used to carry all the groceries in the one trip Hercules. simply made it made gone in one sip too much step on my chip Step on my dick to get my lip on Used to carry all the groceries in the one trip Simply made it made, gone in one step I'm sure it was still recording anyway Alright man, we back We wanted to talk a little bit about um, Why is it so difficult to accept your partner there, um, okay, let me start over. Why is it so difficult to accept your partner's never before seen sexual advances? And how do you move forward to incorporate this into a relationship or marriage? And what do I mean by that is if you've been in a relationship for what, two, three years, mm -hmm. and all you've ever done was missionary or doggy style, mm -hmm. and then they want to incorporate, oh, well, I want to give you a blowjob, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. Like, I feel like if you've wanted something for so long, mm -hmm. but you've never gotten it, depending on the time frame, you start to crave that from someone else outside of it. Mm -hmm. And then when that person that you're with brings that to you, depending on how much you've been asking for that or depending on how much you've been wanting to do that and it never happening, mm -hmm. you kind of get to a point where you're like, this is not even who you are. Like, I know I've dated girls to where it's like we've been together for a year or so. They've never done certain things sexually. And then they try to come out of the blue and do them. And I'm like, okay, are you doing them now because you've heard me say it and now you're trying it? Because mm -hmm. I think it's important how fast you implement something once it's been said. Like if somebody's like, yo, I want to try anal sex. Mm -hmm. And you talk about it that one time and then a year later when you start to see the nigga maybe moving on mm -hmm. or you're becoming detached and you're like, hey, I think I want to try anal sex. The nigga's not going to take you serious. Mm -hmm. Most people will think, oh, he should just jump at the the, the act of saying, now she wants to well, I should I think timing is important first and foremost but also you have to keep in mind in any long term relationship like you and your partner are going to change you so are. it's like saying okay how do I accept this change how would you want somebody to receive your changes I, I think that's the first question that people should ask them. But let's go, we're, but we we'll stick but stick with the sexual part okay, right but now. Okay, but the but the sexual part of it is is like you still have to go cuz 
especially the longer you've been with somebody, you want something different. You do. Or you should want something different. You should. So a lot of times it's like, it's not necessarily that. I don't think people should be like, oh, I don't know. This is not who you are. Like, just go with it. Like, kind of flow with it. But timing is definitely important. I don't think you can go with it if a person is. So let's say this. Say it's like, I tell you, hey, I've been wanting this for a while. Mm -hmm. And you know it. Mm -hmm. And I've voiced it several times Mm -hmm. and you never do it in that moment Mm -hmm. you don't do it months later Mm -hmm. I voice it again Mm -hmm. it still doesn't happen Mm -hmm. you don't tell me why it's not happening we don't bring it up we don't do it Mm -hmm. two years later you start saying I want to do this most niggas have moved on at that time they've even connected with another woman who may give it to them Mm -hmm. even if they're not acting on it the physical the emotional side of just hearing it getting mm-hmm. it in text messages mm-hmm. that person expressing that to you mm-hmm. they're gonna that other person outside of your relationship or your marriage is gonna be become more appealing mm-hmm. because they're appealing to those things it's just like a prime example with me and you I remember I wasn't that emotional oh okay and I remember when you were like I like to be held because I was like I don't hold hands yeah, and hold yeah. hand, holding hands was something that. you wanted to do yeah. and I was like I ain't really a hand holder and you was like well I also like to be held or cuddled within the bed which is something I wasn't really with mm-hmm. you know and I remember when I really started to care about you and when you told me I was like okay if I'm not gonna hold hands the yeah, least I can do is this yeah. And I, I I didn't implement it the next time you stay with me or I stay with you. Mm-hmm. I implemented it, I think, like a week or so later. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did like, it. Oh, shit. Where did this come yeah. from? But, but. I, I stayed consistent and I did it all the way through mm-hmm. to the end of our relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's implementing it within a timely fashion to where a person knows that you paid attention mm-hmm. and you listened. Or it's saying that ain't my thing. And moving on to a, the compromisable thing that may be able to replace that. Gotcha. That's what happens. So you can accept the change, but you want the change to. It has to be in a timely within, fashion. Gotcha. That's like saying, "Hey, can you go to the grocery store?" And you know, this is my pet peeve. If I hit you <laughs> up and you're out, and I say, "Hey, Arteza, can you bring me a let uh, bring me a smoothie?" If I hit you up at three o'clock, I'm expecting that smoothie probably in three to four. I mean, from between three and four o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was times that your ass would come over at six, and you'd be like, "I brought the smoothie." I'm like, "Yo, like I." But I, no, no, no. I'm on the other things. Hold now. on, wait a minute. In my defense, no. first of all, you yeah. change like like a bitch change draws. Right. So a lot of times I would be out in the height of my day, like running errands and shit. But you know, and I will always tell you. Sometimes I did drop the ball and be like, "Oh well, I'ma come," but I didn't really say when because I was in. The yeah, doing and I'm like, so if I, I ask you for a fucking smoothie, I ain't talking about bringing that bitch at eight o'clock <laughs> if I'm talking to you at three. I ain't coming at eight. But the thing about it is, you would come hours later but the thing about it is you know me Mm -hmm. I think you just asked me for something not too long ago you was like hey what did you ask me for? Something happened at your house and you needed me to go by there. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I yeah. fucking immediately got up in the morning. Yeah. I was sitting I on my- I know you don't no, 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 want to no. do listen, it, but listen. you will do it. I was sitting on my motherfucking couch at seven in the morning with my computer in my hand, in yeah. my lap with my coffee. Yeah. Now, sometimes, you know, if I ain't had no pussy, I got to masturbate in the morning. You wake up that morning, Wood, and it's unbearable. <laughs> so I was like, I had to rub one out. I had just got relaxed. <laughs> I had lit up a little blunt and I was drinking coffee watching TV. And you hit me up and you was like- Hey, I think my door is open at the house because it was a storm and the wind had blew. No, no, no. no. Your kids didn't lock the door all the way. No, what was no. It? There was I had gotten a package delivered and the freaking delivery oh. person left it like visible. Yeah, and I didn't want anybody to take it, so I was like, not, a, not. Now listen to this. Not a major thing. 
wasn't an alarm but I know how serious those things are to you yes. I know how you are about presentation mm-hmm. I know you how you are about things being left mm-hmm. and even with us not being together right now you called me because you knew you could depend on yes. me and I was and mad. I literally sat on that couch and I said <laughs> I said you want me to go now you was like but I did ponder because I knew I was interrupting your but morning but you said you said <laughs> you want me to go now <laughs> I said you want me to go now you was like yeah if, if you don't mind and I was like like literally when I hung up I was like boy this nigga no <laughs> I was like, I don't get up for shit like this. But I was like, I get it because mm-hmm. I know it's been times where I needed something and mm-hmm. you would go pick it up and you would bring it to me after work because, you know, I don't like dealing with the post office. Yeah. I don't like mailing shit. Mm-mm. So it's still a give or take. Yeah. But I did it immediately mm-hmm. because I knew you wanted it. Yeah. So all you motherfuckers, men and women, if your significant other or your friend or your wife or husband says they want something expeditiously, they want it expeditiously. Get that <laughs> shit done. Get it done. Yes. Because if yes, they could probably do it on their own. Mm-hmm. But if they're asking you, it's a favor and a favor. Mm-hmm. You do it to help out a person. A favor is to do something that somebody else wants. You may not want to do it. That's why it's a fucking favor. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of that. Yeah, that's what you have to do. What, what, what else are we talking about? Allowing people to truly change. Yeah. Do you feel like you allow people to truly change? I do. I feel like I do. and But unfortunately, I feel like people don't allow me. You can say that. You can say it's me because I know I've been guilty of that. Yeah, I feel like I've, I'm very open-minded. So And I accept people for who they yeah. are. If if I let you in like yeah. you're in, you can like you, you would have to do something pretty awful to get me off your list. Yeah. But um yeah, so I allow people to change. You know, people have mood swings with me. Yeah. They, you know, go through certain shit. They like, oh, I don't wanna be bothered or whatever. But the minute I do that shit, it's like people don't what allow, the fuck you mean? Yeah, or you what can't are do you that. doing? Yeah. Or why are you doing this? Or so it, yeah, it's difficult. But I think for you it's gotten harder because you've really stepped in you're starting to come into your own mm-hmm. to where the shit that you took from a lot of people oh, yeah. you're no longer taking. Yeah. And I know with you sometimes you'll you'll hit me with it. You'll pull out that pistol and pew 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 and I'll yeah, be like, yo, there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, shit yeah. that I wish Did I you? and I know I can't go back and change yeah. it. So a lot of times you get the fallout from that. And because I'm like, yo. like I I'm not gonna lie, I took a lot of your shit just as much you took some of my shit. But no, 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 no. like your shit, because you you have come a long way as far as like emotionally being emotionally available and not shutting people out. And I feel like I was there during that time where you were kind of on the cusp of it, but not there yet. So I took a lot of shit from you, and so now it's like any little chance I get, I'm like, yeah, I got you. And you get you gotta you gotta (laughs) get the lesson too. Like uh, you came over yesterday, and we were watching Jessica Jones, Mm -hmm. and something happened I think one of the guys on there has money or something yeah and I and it just it, it hit me mm-hmm. so I took this break from the podcast when we did for one the season was over and we didn't do more bonuses but the reason I extended out um our break is because I was like I need to figure some things out about myself Mm -hmm. so I know this first month the first three weeks of us not being on the podcast I've been doing a lot of traveling from work but it I've also been having a lot of time to myself Mm -hmm. traveling out of town being in hotel rooms by yourself going out to eat by yourself Mm -hmm. like you start realizing okay who else do you have Mm -hmm. and one thing that I learned in this process is I don't have a lot of friends for one Mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing but the thing is, is it's a lot of pe- it's a pe- a lot of people think I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. because I'm known. Mm-hmm. But it ain't one thing I realize in this time of being by myself is, bro, these people don't have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. On some of your worst fucking days, people are still calling you. And sometimes people will be like, well, how do I know if something's wrong with you if you don't ever tell me? You can ask. Mm-hmm. You can check. 
if my mood has changed, mm-hmm. if my, you know, if I'm not on social media as much or yeah. if you see me doing something or if I don't look happy, like read the signs. Mm-hmm. If you really fuck with a person, you should know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm the king of, I, you know, it's people, um, shout out to the homie Mo out in D.C., mm-hmm. but it's people like him, like shout out to the homie Geechee Luciano out in D.C. It's people like them that I don't know these guys. I didn't grow up with these guys, but I know them through our first interaction and our initial interactions, and they keep in touch with me and check on me, and I keep in touch with them mm-hmm. and check on them. And it's crazy because they don't even live here, mm-hmm. and we interact more than motherfuckers who live here. Yeah. It's, it's all about reciprocity and I think at this age this is where you really start to figure out okay who's with me and who's not who's not or who's just trying to stay around because of what they think yeah but life is difficult man like the the this 30 something it used to be a TV show out when I was a kid like early 90s called 30 mm-hmm. something 30 something it's a motherfucker yeah it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing if you accept and embrace who you are. Exactly. But 30-something is the time where people still are faking. Mm-hmm. They still bullshitting. I think it's a lot of niggas that I know that are still getting too old to be running the streets. It's a lot of niggas that put up fronts, you know. Mm-hmm. They doing everything but everywhere. everybody's Fuck. journey is different. Everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. But I tell all niggas, if you are meant to be with somebody, that a moment that it awakens, pussy is going to mean nothing mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Pussy will always mean something to you, mm-hmm. but in the sense of like you making bad decisions for it, mm-hmm. it will become a time where it's nothing. Yeah. I'm at that point. I remember and I told you a couple of weeks ago I got hit up by a homegirl and you know, she's very attractive mm-hmm. and she was Which drink- one of your homegirls aren't attractive. And she was drinking and she was <laughs> like, "Yo, I'm gonna come by and holler at you." And I was like, "Nah." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I've been smoking. You've been drinking." We've never been together like that, but shit happens when you put those two together. Mm-hmm. I think it's best you go home. I'll check with you later. Mm-hmm. Next morning, she hit me up and she's like, thank you for being a gentleman. I was like, I was just doing my part because mm-hmm. I already knew it could have went south. And the thing about it is, I'm the type of nigga, if I have no emotions for you, mm-hmm. I'm literally like Drake. I can hit it one time and that's fine with me. Yeah, I just need to see what that thing like. And if it ain't nothing that's great, which... People like to talk, you know, a lot of women talk about men. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women out there with some bad box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not bird box, bad box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it ain't worth it anyway. Mm-hmm. It just ain't worth it. So before we get out of here, it was a question posed by the homie Project Darnell of the Talking Greasy Podcast. You guys definitely go check out the Talking Greasy Podcast. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Very He's been doing supportive. content. He's very supportive of our podcast. He just hit his 100th episode, so shout out to you, Broderick. Congrats. But he posed a question on social media, and he said, do you discuss your podcast at work? Why or why not? Do mm-hmm. you? Motherfuckers look you up. Yeah. And honestly, it depends on who I'm talking to. Uh I don't think that I've done it in the past, but like you said, if people hear or they try to figure shit out, they do. Like especially white people, when they don't some, know nothing about you. Some investigative motherfuckers. Yeah. Like we have a new staff now, pretty much. Yeah. And so one of the girls was asking me questions, and I was just like, "That's person." You know, I'm very private, anyways. Yeah. So I was like, "That's personal information." Like, what the fuck are you asking me this for? <laughs> and she was like, "Well, that's okay. I'm just gonna, uh, I'll find it out." And I'm like. Bitch, back down. Like that's some stalkerish type shit that you shouldn't say. I don't. I don't tell so, people. I tell people we have a podcast. Like mm-hmm. a, again, go- it depends on who I'm talking. Exactly. To. Because if I get a good vibe from you, like I have talked about the podcast at work. Yeah. But I still don't go into details. You know, if they if they find it, they find. It. If they listen to, it. and then what's crazy Let's is put it like this: if it's a white person, I'm always I'm always nervous because yeah. I'm not nervous, but I'm just like you're gonna get the real motherfucking truth on this shit. And it's crazy because I remember when. This was like 
I maybe had been there for about a year and I got an email from one of the guys on the crew yeah. and he was like hey I listened to your podcast and I'm like what like I didn't even tell you about this podcast but if and, niggas google you and they always listen to the most raunchiest like and it, we do gotta episode. have a lot of raunchy episodes and though. I'm like okay why but clearly that's where your mind is cause you picked that title yeah, out title, of all but the titles draw people exactly. in exactly and that's the thing about They're it like oh you sound good on a podcast yeah. but like yeah so it, yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did. off like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially if it's a white dude. You it's know they crazy. love white dudes. But I've been love. experiencing that since I was sixteen, though. Yeah, well, mm, I don't know. People like would call my phone and listen to my voicemail. I'm about trying to listen. No, to for shit. real, they did. And I remember, yeah. no, seriously, I remember one time I answered the phone. And I was like, "Hello," and it was like, "Oh, I was trying to hear your voicemail. Can you uh, hang up? <laughs> let me call you back." <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. You have different types of voices. I do. So with me, and I guess because we used to be in a relationship, and you told me you was like you always felt like you had butterflies in your stomach when we were together. Yeah. So it's like, you and I get like girl like. Yeah. So yeah, you showed an innocent side. Yeah. So it's like I remember calling you at work one day and you was like hello and then I, you was like hold on you were talking to a client and you was like okay bye and I was like why you don't say bye to me like that I was like you'd be on the phone and you'd be like you doing that giggling and it's like the little girl comes out of you and I'm like nah but, I need that whole shit but you get the safe like you're a safe place for me yeah. or you have been a safe place for yeah. me so it's like you get that part of me yeah so but that was the thing I used to always wonder that because I was like why are you talking like a kid you sound like your daughter and he was like, I'm just comfortable. And even with you. now, like my and daughter, she'll and be goofy. yeah. I, that's my that's me every yeah, day. Yeah. But even now, like my daughter, she'll be talking, especially when she talks to her dad. I'm like, talk normal, because I and I feel like I see you such a that. hypocrite. And I'd be like, why are you telling her that she's still <laughs> a kid? You're yeah. a grown ass woman. Yeah. Let her do that, and maybe she'll grow out of it. <laughs> even Tony's you like, stop it. Uh, where do you think she get it from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have a. It's so crazy. I what was it? It was a couple weeks ago, probably mm-hmm. a month ago, right after the podcast ended. Yeah, and I was telling you about a show, or something came out and we watched it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was just chilling on the couch, and it's always weird when we have these interactions. So the it was a knock on the it's door. Weird for you, it's weird for me because I don't have a family and I've never been around it. But I even told somebody I was like, Artesia's. I told you I said your life could be a TV show mm-hmm. because you're cool with your ex boyfriend, which is me. Mm-hmm. You're cool with your ex husband and the kids, and it's, it's still like whatever. So I remember I was sitting on one side of the couch, he was on the other side of the couch, he was watching TV, and I heard a knock at the door, and he was like, that's the kid. So I'm thinking he just dropped him off. And like, no, we was watching Beyonce. You show, you were showing me parts of the Beyonce thing when it first came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was into it. I'm like, okay. So then I don't the think key, it was a knock. The key went in the door. Yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> that is right, because I forgot he still, and a lot of people were like, he still got a key to the house? That's y'all business. Yes. Anyway, so the key came in the door. And it was like the I, like I set up because I'm expecting the kids. The kids came in. They was like, ah, oh, mama, mama. Then Tony came in. He's like, hey, hey so, rah, 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 rah. what y'all watching? <laughs> and you was like Beyonce. And he's so playful, just like you. Yeah. So two minutes later, he's like, what y'all part. watching? You was like Beyonce. And then my and the kids and like, the mama, you got I- a hot link in there? Anthony the barbecue? Can I get a hot link? Ah. And then Tyreek doing the Running Man and uh, fucking Fortnite, <laughs> Orange Justice, and Tania going batshit crazy, wanting to hug you and Tony. Eating shit out of the refrigerator, and I was like, "Yo, you make it sound more rambunctious than no, it was." No, that's what the fuck was in my head. <laughs> and literally, you know, when they left, I said, "I think I'm about to go ahead and go home." I was like, "That's the only point." Cause I was like, like I don't spoil my me, mood right personally, now. Personally, I don't have a problem with it because that's just how we interact with each Nobody other. Nobody walks in my but, house. No, but me. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like as far as our family unit. No, no, no. Like, I know. That's how we interact with each other. So it's like. As much I know you're not like yeah I was like okay y'all calm down calm down because I know you're like 
It was just crazy. And then it was like, you had these little booty shorts on. And like, you got up, and then Tyreek was like, Yeah, daddy, this guy was trying to talk to mama at the barbershop. And he was like, Yeah, uh, she was looking, he probably looking at that ass. And then I look up, and he looking at your ass. And he talks, You better get him, Anthony. And I'm like, I'm not with her anymore. You looking at her ass? <laughs> I'm like, Yo, this is a fucking shit show. I was like, Yo. After they left, I was like, I'm going to go home. He was like, You good? I was like, I'm good, because you know, I ain't no jealous. Yeah. But I was just like, it just instantly changed from a peaceful Sunday of me and you watching <laughs> Beyonce shit, which I don't watch, but I was like, you want to no, show it to me? that was during the week. That's the wild. Well, whenever yeah. it was. But all I know is all mayhem. You ever said, what's that damn commercial where he like, you ever ran into mayhem? That was mayhem. I was like, yo, nah, this shit. But oh, to get back to, to the question, I don't talk about podcasting on my job unless we're talking about like sometimes like white people on my job because they know I like discussing race and shit mm-hmm. so they'll bring it up and I'll be like yo I discussed that on the podcast not too long mm-hmm. ago and they'll be like what do you talk about on the podcast everything yeah. and I use my personal life to dictate what happens and what we discuss on the podcast mm-hmm. but I always tell people if you're gonna listen it's a lot of cussing mm-hmm. it's a lot like we're saying the shit that you think about but you're not gonna fucking say yeah that's the thing I don't know like I said for me Sometimes it's important to let people know that I have a life outside of work. Yeah. And because I think so many people just get caught up in going to work and going home. Yeah. And so I think that's part of the reason why people find information out because they don't have a life of their own. I just wish. Yeah. Maybe we should go do what we got to do and then go eat at the same restaurant. We're going to meet my brother and I'm at for Father's Day. We can get there early. I'm starving I'm fucking. That's what I'm saying. So we could go do oh, what you we're mean gonna do. Go there and early. Just already get a table oh, okay. and be eating, and we could just chop yeah, it up. My with, head is killing uh, me. My belly is <laughs> drifting on the memory. <laughs> like, oh. then we gonna be ready to go to sleep oh. by the time they get there. <laughs> we don't switch the whole plan of the podcast. I'm hungry now. Me too. Let's go. All right. <laughs> That was the bonus episode. <laughs> Thank you guys for continuously listening. Hey, if it's something you guys want us to talk about while we're on break, something that you guys want us to discuss or personal questions or questions that you guys have for us, mm-hmm. be sure to email us at info at the reality is that's T H A info at the reality mm-hmm. um, You can follow us on social media at the reality is that's T H A the reality is um, be sure to give us, be sure to subscribe Word of mouth is still the best marketing tool. Be sure to tell somebody to tell somebody. Subscribe. Leave us a rating or review. Like I keep telling you to listen to some other dope podcasts. We have mm-hmm. a lot of podcasts under the umbrella. Yes, um, we have the Bad and Bougie that are still going strong. We got the Bad and Bougie Moms podcast. We have Shaver Sations podcast. podcast. We have the Quad podcast. We have More in Dallas podcast. We have uh, the new podcast, Champagne, Champagne and Lipstick, Lipstick podcast. Mm-hmm. Then check out some of the homies in DC. Check out the homie Geechee Luciano the and Dathan and Brio at the uh, what is it again? You said it. The P and B podcast. That's that, actually one podcast that I listen to on a regular basis. Yeah. And you know me, I don't listen to shit else. And the P and B is Pardon My Bullshit. So if you type in P and B and you can't find it, it's Pardon mm-hmm. My Bullshit Podcast. Also check out, like we said, Talking Greasy Podcast before. And uh like I said, man, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want if you know somebody you want us to interview, email us mm-hmm. and we'll try to make that shit happen not accepting interviews or scheduling interviews not right now after August 31st but we can go ahead and get the names yes. and get that, mm-hmm. that that rolling now we did just get reached out to from a publishing company about a guy who's writing a book with mm-hmm. a great story but that'll which, still be later yeah but I think a lot of people know about this guy we're gonna talk a little bit more mm-hmm. about it as it gets closer yeah. but I think this will be a great interview and I'm looking forward to that so 
Keep supporting us We appreciate you We love you Thank you for everything You guys are doing To keep us going Artesia as always Thank you for being here In the studio with me On a Sunday mm-hmm. When you do not have to be And we actually both Woke up early to be here Because this is the morning time mm-hmm. So with that being said Y'all motherfuckers Have a happy Father's Day um, Women if you are married or, had, or, or in a relationship With a man Who has had your child Top that motherfucker off today mm. If you don't deep throat Deep throat If you don't swallow Swallow Do it all Watch how he appreciates you It's above me now God bless you. I ain't playing, so no switching to the next plan. I need insurance, only change them. I need a neck plan. Then I told Shorty, I ain't really with the X games. I ain't playing. I ain't tripping on my. I ain't tripping on my hitter in the. I'm a grown man, I ain't gotta bleep it out. So you got a new watch, let me peep it out. New Chanel, and I'm known to floss like a rookie now. And I live a boss life. You can tell, braced on frostbite, heavy metal. I ain't giving up no way. I'm too good if you ain't got me ranked. I'm too good, I'm beyond out of space. I'm too good to be in line at the bank. I'ma buy some diamonds. I'ma buy some diamonds. I'ma buy some diamonds. I'ma buy some diamonds. They say diamonds. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.